0: Good morning, good morning, everyone. My name is Jonathan Alcade. I'm your host of Daily Practice Success, and today we got another good day. I woke up and you know we're doing this, so it's exciting. So uh, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't know if I can teach you anything. I don't know. Okay. All I know is I could tell you my story, and then you go ahead and either um, take it or just see through what my story is. Okay? I've been an entrepreneur for 4 years and I bought a lot of courses throughout those um, those those years. For last 4 years I probably spent about on myself about 30k on buying courses, um, seminars and you know and going to to Canada and other places just to learn. So I spent about 30 K in the last four years for my entrepreneurial career. And most of them did not work out. I was doing um, drop shipping, closing, um, Facebook agency. There's a lot of things that I've done in my um, entrepreneur year that did not work out for me. So, but some of them actually brought in success. I actually made about 10 K or a little bit more than that in the last four years. So yeah. I'm not that good at it, okay? That's pretty much what I'm saying, telling you. However, if I were to look at it and all the, the times that I spend learning and then investing in myself, it's probably more than 30K. It's probably more than like 100K. Um, most of these courses, they teach you technique. And technique that, you know, if you buy it, sometimes it does, does not work out for you afterwards because there's a lot of mindset or it's not – there's not practicality on a daily basis. So what I learned is, if you were to buy courses and learn from somebody, if you just know how to market yourself, or doing a podcast, doing live on a daily basis, a lot of these courses would work out. That's that's my experience. But anyways, um, today we're gonna be learning. Um, gonna be learning about hey, publishing a book. In 90 days, that's practicality. And, you know, now I learn, now I don't buy courses as much as I used to. I do go to seminars more, but today we're going to be learning about publishing courses. And also he does copywriting for websites. So Joseph, I'm going to bring him in and then we're going to learn about him, which is going to be a casual talk. If you guys have any questions, just comment comment and we will see it. Okay. I'll bring him in right now. Hey, Joseph. How are you, man? Good morning. Good morning. Good, good, good. Uh, so I interviewed your wife, right? And you, now you're here. <coughs> both of you guys are entrepreneurs. How exciting is that? How long uh, How long you guys been an entrepreneur, both of you guys?
1: Oh, my wife a very long time. <laughs> uh, 13 <laughs> years, something like that. 13 She's, years? She, maybe more than that. She's She was involved in a lot of stuff from when she was like 14 years old up until now. So she has a lot of experience in uh, doing her own business. Her mom also ran several businesses when she was a kid. Uh, Me, not so much. I uh, ran the business with her for two years. Mm. Uh, I did a um, thing where I would go to um, people's homes and and fix their computers, fix virus issues and things like that while she was doing websites. Um, My family wasn't, was more traditional nine to five. And I was into that a lot, too. But
0: the more that
1: I saw Elizabeth work and the more that I, I got into um, working with her and then going back to a nine to five, I was like, eh, I don't I don't want to do this for doing this for the moment. And then, you know, when the time is right, I want to do something for myself and, and build my own business and, and have my own um, career in that.
0: Ah, oh, man, Th- that is so much better. Um, the, way you lo- I, the way I look at it is like, hey, I don't want to be stuck doing mandatory job and mandatory hours. I actually want some freedom myself, right? But take us back, Joseph, who are, um, because I want to I get all your story, your background, and who you are. I didn't get to ask you um, to introduce yourself. Go ahead and do that, if you can. Okay. My
1: name is Joseph Pampelone. I'm with uh, Excelsior Editing and Consulting. Mm-hmm. I help new or returning authors write their book uh, with a unique blend of coaching and editing to um, finish it in 90 days. That's ready for publishing from concept to
0: completion. Wow, that, that so like in 90 days, um, if someone to work with you, they'll have their own book. Yes. Wow, that's exciting. Okay, so we're gonna talk about all of that in a little bit. However, I want to talk about the nine to five first, and like there is, was there. Um, the 9 to 5 because i came from I, i'm still doing the 9 to 5 job and like it it came to me i was like hey you know what man this is this this if i do this in the next 5 years and then be like hey i'm still living paycheck to paycheck and i won I, I don't ha- i have the mandatory job and i don't have a time to get out of it and i'm spending less and less less time with my family because i'm doing overtime um where's there a time for you like hey okay um, I'm doing this nine to five. I don't want to do this forever. Um, what What was going through your head when you like um, when you find out? Hey, I don't want to do nine to five forever.
1: I realized that I was working for the business, mm. like my business. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people, you go nine to five, and at five o'clock, your brain shuts off about work, and you're done for the day. Mm-hmm. Didn't shut off at the end of the day. My brain was always thinking about, oh, well, what can we do better? What can we implement here to make this more efficient? Um, who who can we reach out to to generate more revenue? Uh, you know, is our process streamlined enough? Oh, I need to talk to the head of uh, this department so that we can collaborate together and and make things more um, more dynamic and more interesting that way. And I started to realize I was like, wait, this isn't my business. Like I don't business. I work for it. Yes. And it's a good thing to want to, you know, make it that way. But at the end, if I'm like sitting there after five o'clock and into the night, you know, considering all these things and still doing work for it and I'm not getting paid for it, what, what am I doing? And then I was like, I, I I can't, I need to do something for me. I need Mm. to do for myself that I built, that will help other people, that will be something that other people need and that I do and I can run it the way that I feel that it should be run and take care of it and then take care of our clients the way that I feel that they should be um, treated.
0: Oh, wow, so it was your own business. However, um, you started it and then it was running you.
1: No, this was when I was working the nine to five Okay. Uh, I was, I was working at it like it was my business and it wasn't. And mm. I was, I started to realize that I'm, I'm putting in all this extra time and effort into something. And, you know, I don't have the ultimate decision-making authority here. I don't, uh, I can't run it the way that I envision that it should be run and I needed to make a change there. And so I decided to, you know, Go the way of my wife, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, and start my own.
0: Oh, it's much better that you actually went to with your wife. Um my wife's still not not entrepreneurial mindset, but she she sees what I do on a daily basis. So now she's changing and now she's actually going to to the mic and talking because she's good she's good at storytelling and and I think that you know it's just you putting yourself out there you just have to story tell uh, on your on your your scenario though you were um, you were building someone else someone else's dream and then you how long were you working there um
1: that place it was probably like 2 or 3 years
0: 2 or 3 years okay it yeah. was not so bad right okay well um so we'll talk with um today i wanted to teach about my um my audience about publishing a book because that's so important for entrepreneurship um one of the things i know about book is like okay i, I want everybody to learn what i've learned and i want to put it on the book so what's this uh, what's the process like on publishing a book what is how, how does that work well
1: <clears throat> i saw that there was a need for uh, coaching mm-hmm. for like writers to write a book. Cause a lot of people don't like, you know, when was the last time you took a writing class, you know, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people didn't go to school for, to be writers or, you know, they haven't sat and thought about it. They may do a lot of writing, but mm-hmm. they've never actually done a formal book before where you have to come up with, um, you know, three to five main ideas and then put it together in the chapters and make sure that the whole thing flows together Mm -hmm. and and all that. And so I saw that there were writing coaches out there and then there were editors out there,
0: but nobody that did both. Okay.
1: So I decided to take those two things and meld them together so that I work with you from the beginning, from the concept of your book all the way until the end and by the time we're finished together, you have a book that's ready to publish.
0: Oh, wow. I mean, shoot, I'm bad at writing. It's one thing that I know is like I, you cannot make me write like I do journal. But the thing about it is like a bunch of um, grammars and errors. It's all in there. But writing like. For a book, I probably need someone to hire someone to do it for me. What's your background on writing and you know and book publishing?
1: Well, first, I also do do ghostwriting which is mm. I would interview you and then write the book in your voice,
0: so that <laughs> so yeah, you don't better. actually have
1: to do the writing. Yeah, but yeah. As as for me, I've done um, in college. My degree was in philosophy. Mm. now that may not seem like the writing uh, degree but it actually is it's something that would be great for anyone who's going into writing or law school or anything in that regard because it teaches you to read to critically think and then to take what you read write it in a cohesive narrative and sometimes in many 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 pages um, I've also taken classes in formal writing and everything else. It was kind of like a, an aside thing that I did. But uh-huh. I, and when I was in college, I would also like help people. So like, I wouldn't write papers for them because you know I didn't want to get kicked out of school and I didn't want them to get kicked out either. <laughs> but uh, I, I would sit with them while they were writing it and I would ask them the questions to get them, to answer it and see where they needed to go. To kind of like, you know, I'm not gonna tell you what you need to do, but I'm gonna get you to see what you need to do. And then I can, you know, fix grammatical errors or anything for you, you know, or if a sentence doesn't make sense, I can suggest, hey, why don't we try and say it like this and then let you write it in your
0: in your voice. Ah, see that that's huge. That's definitely big. Um for us who um do not write at all, we can talk. We can talk forever. However, we could not write. So like that ghostwriting thing is, is probably a must for everybody. And especially if you have targeted audience who really need it the most. And, you know, that's going to be huge. Um. So I don't write and I, I, all I have to do is talk to you. That's it.
1: So, yeah, what we do is I do the same thing, 90-day concept. So 90 um, hey. in the beginning, I go and I interview you and I get to know you, get to know how you speak, um, and learn about your business and your ideas and everything else. And then I write. And then I come to you with excerpts. For, for you know, When I'm writing, I give you excerpts so that you can mm-hmm. read it. And be like, hey, I wouldn't say this like this. Or, um, you know, I say things more this way. Or, hey, I, I really like this idea. Um, can you, you know, talk a little bit more about it? you know, things like that. And then once I've written out the entire manuscript, I send that to you and you go through it and we'll go through it together. Like we'll have calls together where we read, like you read through it, then we call and, and we talk about it and go through things. And then uh, I make any, you know, edits or anything that needs to be done. We take
0: a look at the final one together and then we're good. Uh, see, um, uh, for me, I, I cannot like, do all of that list where um the 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 list or what i have to talk to or what do i have to um w- my content will be like what's my title will be um what's going to be inside all i could do is talk to you about my past and what's my experience is and then you you put all of that together and then make a book out of it well yeah i can do
1: that uh, I, I actually created a form where we go through all of that together, mm-hmm. whether you're writing it yourself or I'm writing it. <clears throat> and we go through all the different things. And there's questions in there that I ask um, and that have you either tell me or fill out. And then it gives me the information that I need to know. And like, I'll give you an example. One of the questions is uh, I don't remember how exactly I have it worded, but you, it, the question is, You're making a statement saying, I am trying to reach. And then you would say who, what your target audience is, um, to teach them X. And then I hope to gain for my business and myself, Y. Mm. And from there, that really is your main concept. And it could be several concepts, but when we start going through the whole process, that's where we focus in the beginning to try and draw that out. So, you know, you you can tell me about your past and everything and what you're doing right now. And then I go, well, so what you're teaching people is, or what you're trying to convey, you, your messaging here is, is this. And then, you know, you'd be like, oh yes, that's, that's exactly right. Well, now we have uh, an idea of where we're going with the main topics. And then from there I have other stuff that we break out the main topics and go through all of that together and really flesh them out so that we have we know which ones are the main pillars and then we break those out and uh figure out how we're going to do them throughout the course of the book and then write on them and so like your stories and everything would be a part of that because when you write you don't want to just be like and then this is how this works and it goes like this and then this happens and then you want to have something that will engage the audience if you tell them something that occurred to you in the past or you know something that you learned from some situation people relate to that
0: they Mm -hmm. relate
1: to stories and so it's important to have those in the book so that you're not just reciting facts or you know just teaching the whole time you want to teach them through example and through meaningful uh, engagements that they can turn around and go yeah I, i relate to that a lot i understand that and so when you do that, you have them drawn in and now you're able, they're able to retain what you're saying because you related it to them.
0: Ah, man, that's so fantastic. That would, that would help a lot of people for, from especially me. And if I were to do a book, it's definitely ghostwriting and I'll just interview you. And then is that interview only like at least once a week, or is it like every day in the next 90 days? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, no, I have it broken up by weeks. So mm-hmm.
1: in the beginning, there's um, the first like four weeks. We do interviews during the week, um, and we have them like we set out days when we do them at a time, and we go through, and we have objectives that we want to get through for each meeting, and we can do them like on Zoom or in person, however the you know the client wants. And then uh, I usually after the fourth week, I take two weeks. To do um, to do writing. Like we can have some email exchange but I don't call and talk to you for two weeks. like I, if I have questions I'll email you or you can email me. In that time I'll send you some excerpts of what I'm writing so that you can make sure that I'm doing it correctly in the way that you know you want it or you know that it sounds as your voice like you were speaking because the, the best writing is conversational. If right. it sounds like you're just talking to someone and you're just having a conversation in a chair together, they'll read and understand more because it's not so dry. You're not just presenting facts and then just keep presenting facts and then just sit there. So the whole point of it is that it's written in your voice so that when your audience is reading the book, they can almost see you sitting behind your microphone talking to them, or just sitting in a chair talking to them, and they know, oh hey, he gets it. He knows when I'm when I'm what what my struggles are, what it is that I needed. And he's teaching me here in this book. Um, Then after the two weeks, I should have the first draft of the book finished. Mm. At which time we'll start doing interviews again, where it's not, it's a, we're going through and and checking the whole thing. So like I send the entire draft to you, you read through it, then we we get on the phone or, or meet together and we go through and, you know, start you know if there's any edits that need to be made if there are changes if we decide hey you know I really like this chapter but it doesn't fit here doesn't mm-hmm. fit in with the book we can take that chapter out you might have another book in there
0: hmm this so, is inter- <clears throat> this is really good to me um i wanted to ask you a question though like who is it that who can write a book and also why should they write a book
1: anybody can write a book
0: right um, isn't it
1: one of the things that I do with the process is that I take the fear out of writing. Most people think that like when you write a book, you have to write like, six hours at a time or, right. or whatever else. If you write two to three hours a week, you can two write Two to three a hours
0: a week. Case. Okay. Yeah. So that's like two to three hours. And then if we divide that by seven, that's about like you 30, know, minutes fi- a day, 30 minutes a day. Yeah. And all um, okay. So that that's practicality, right? Thirty minutes a day. And what do I what do I write? Like, if I were to don't if I don't have you, and I wanted to publish a book, and you know, I'm gonna write in thirty days. Uh, I'm gonna write thirty days. Oh no, thirty minutes. What do I write? So that in like in a year, I'll be able to publish a book.
1: Well, first thing that you want to do is you want to know what it is that you're writing about.
0: So you want to know
1: what it is that you're trying to teach people. Mm -hmm. What are the main concepts there? So you usually have like three to five, they call pillars or main points, main topics. Mm -hmm. And then you take those main topics and you write out on those. So you have your target audience, you have your pillars. Now where it is, what is it that we're trying to teach the target audience? And then when you start the writing process, you should have all of that first. And then once you start the writing process, you, you basically have everything set out. So you're like, okay, pillars number one, two, and three, they're each going to be, let's say, five chapters a piece, right? Mm-hmm. So when you start writing, your first 30 minutes is chapter one. Okay. You, chapter, you don't have to finish the whole thing. You just start on writing on chapter one, but you have a plan set out first, and then you start writing on that. And I encourage people, if you – right and you hate it that's great (laughs) rewrite it you're gonna have to do that if you want it good if you're like hey i read it through and be like half of this i just want to scratch out and redo do it because by by doing that rewrite and doing that process you are refining your style and you are refining the book and making it more concise so that people can read it and go hey they really they really told me what i needed to do and they didn't you know, take a long time to do it. They were very practical and very um, easy to read and very straightforward and everything happened, you know, in an easy pace. And yeah. um, re- doing rewrites will help you with that.
0: Wow, so man, that's really good. I think that's a great advice and not be like, you know, oh, this is what I have to write. Oh, I cannot be wrong. You can be wrong and rewrite everything else. Um, what's so good about hiring someone who actually knows how to do this stuff or ghostwriting or guide you on like the different step is just, you're not writing, just writing. It could be the it's practicality is you're gonna be published in 90 days. So like, you no, know, it just, it fast forwards you and then it makes you like, okay, well, I'm in it now. There's no backing down. I already hired Joseph. I'm going to do this book no matter what.
1: Well, one of the things about that too, that I do to make it a little bit easier as part of the coaching part aspect of it Mm -hmm. is that I go through, um, there's a a book. I didn't, I don't have a copy of it next to me, but it's called the elements of style. Mm. I have that book with you. It's very important. It's like 52 pages, but it's a very good guide on, how to write properly and it's very easy to use. It's, it's short, it's brief, but it, it's very nice. So one of the things that I do in the coaching aspect of it is that I do some like writing workshop a little bit with you. So I'll go through and have you like write a little bit of something for me and then I'll, I'll make suggestions and edits to you. Um, I'll actually go through some writing process and writing steps and tricks For you to help you i'll also help you to self-edit so like if you're writing like i said and you're like hey i don't really like this or doesn't make sense that's okay line through it don't delete it line through it and then write something else after we can go through together and say oh hey you know the original one actually works a little but you just need to reword it a little bit the second one that you wrote um was great or the second one was not good however that works out but I can go through and give you some supplemental in, in writing and get you to the point where you're more comfortable with the writing yourself. And it's not just, well, I just went out there and did it and then I handed it over to this guy and he, he fixed it. No, I'll, I'll go through and, and, and teach you some things along the way and then, you know, we'll do the editing and I'll still have you involved in that so that I'll make the suggestions and everything else, just like an editor would. But I'll also be sending in, like you know, some tips and be like, "Hey, when you're writing about this particular topic, you know, it's it's uh, easier to write it this way and get and provide examples for you, so that you can kind of adapt that to your own style and your own needs." Hmm.
0: Okay. Good. Let um, me see. That, that's that's a lot of help, especially for us that don't know how to write. Um, what else do you do besides? Um, you oh, know helping people write their their own book. You mentioned earlier you do copywriting? Dude. So copywriting is
1: basically when you have your website, all the writing that goes on that page is what they call copy. mm
0: mm-hmm,
1: mhm mm-hmm. So that it's not just a blog where you're like, hey, you know, I went out and did this and saw these things. You know, <laughs> or here's a, an article about some kind of new exercise or something like that. It, it's a, a thing to sell you and to sell your ideas and your site. So it's kind of like a, it's a sales copy without right. sell, you know, selling you on stuff. So it's supposed to sound to sort engage an audience and captivate them so that when they look at it, they're like, where has this been all my life? I need this.
0: <laughs> people need you actually in a lot of ways it's because those sales funnels yeah they, they need copy on those sales funnels exactly so like if do you're
1: doing something that's
0: medical you don't yeah. want
1: to be too technical
0: because you're
1: going to lose uh, an audience who doesn't have a, a background in, in medicine and they're going to be like this sounds great if, I guess if I understand what you're talking about but if you put it in a, in a simple way and you like have it so that people can understand so, like, you take this medical terminology and then just put it into, you know, regular English <laughs> so that people don't have to be doctors in order to know what, what you're saying.
0: Mm-hmm. They'll,
1: they'll engage with it, and then they'll be like, yes, I, that's exactly what I need, but I didn't know how to say it because my doctor told me this old Latin word, and I didn't remember the whole thing, or I didn't remember what it meant. So, you you know, you, you get to people that way. Um, one of the great ones is how, like they have stuff on their website that um, is very engaging and they have things on there, like whether you like think it's great or not, you know, one of the, one of their things is like the iPhone, the greatest thing to happen to the iPhone since the iPhone. Mm -hmm. And whether you're like, Oh, that sounds really great. Or that's really weird. That, that doesn't make sense or anything else. It stopped and got you to think and read about it. And you're
0: thinking about iPhones. Oh man. So it, I know I know it's hard to do this right? Like your your skills is writing. My skills is just you no know, video. Well, you ha- we have to communicate in three ways. Well, find a way to communicate in three ways. One is video, one is writing, another one's audio. Yours is writing, mine is video. Um, but take us back though, um, Joseph, how did you learn all of this? Did you um, do a mentorship or do a seminar? When did you figure out you're really good at writing?
1: When I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, when I, I went to a high school and when I was there, they had some classes that, you know, were kind of just like elective classes. One of them was, a, ironically, it was a um, classic class. So we saw things like Chinatown and The Godfather and, uh, you know, Movies that were, you know, classic movies from the 70s and the 60s and 50s and paper for it. The teacher that was the teacher in the class was one of the uh, main teachers in the English department. And so he was like, he read my stuff and he was like, this is fantastic. He's like, you really are so good at like analyzing these things and, and picking out what the, the, the point and purpose of the movie is and, and speaking to it. And I was like, okay, man, whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you dismissed it before, back then, but now like, Oh shit, I should, I should, I should have went with it. Yeah. It would have been far farther along, along this journey, man. And you didn't have to get a nine to five job ever. If man, see, we don't yet realize these things, but we're actually, a lot of people are actually good at, something and then man you were if you're good at it you could actually make money out of it and you just have to work at it and you know if we know what we know now i'll probably do a lot more videos uh a, a, a lot more workshops and you know seminars and things like that because that's what i wanted to do but i didn't it, it didn't come to me until like now like you know like I'm fed, um, I'm fed up with what I'm doing and it's not working out for me anymore. If you were to start your writing career back then, you would have been, then what would you be doing, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole thing is this. It, it's not it, what is, is. It, it happened that way. Right. Um, and it happened that way for a reason because – the experiences that we had working nine to five, the experiences that we had doing various businesses and learning various aspects of business were necessary for us in order to run our own. Because mm-hmm. you
0: know, mm-hmm.
1: being good at something is, yeah, that's great. And I encourage people to do that, but not all people can be entrepreneurs. Like they, they can't do the whole risk aspect of it. They want the security. They, they don't want to do that. And then, you have to be like, you know, you were talking about, you know, you went out and did all this the learning and and everything else. And so but nine to five, that stuff was a learning process get me to the point where I was ready to do my own business. So right. other people, you know, don't it wasn't even something I really even thought about until I met I met my wife. And then, you know, as as the years went on and she was building her business. I was doing that and helping her her with her stuff. And then, you know, we got to the point where she was like, you know, if you want to do this, you we can do it now. Let's, you know, why don't you think about it? And I was like, uh, okay, thought's done. Let's do it.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Because um, um, she didn't push you in any kind of way. She just, like, she let you be.
1: Yeah, I mean, she she did what like you were saying. Like, she was like, you know, hey, these are things that you're really good at. You know is it something that you really care about that you would want to like build something with or is it just something that you're like you know it's a hobby you know you like to write or you know read and, and you know analyze things and figure them out you know do things like that uh, or is it something that you actually want to do something that you feel like not only you could do but you could do to the benefit of other people because i mean in the end, that's what our businesses are about. Yes, we're looking to make money, and yes, that is a good thing. But <laughs> they do that to be you need to uh, be able to help people and teach them and give them something that they need. You need yep. to tell you that you've presented them in order to receive that value in return. And I think that it's good that a lot of people do the nine to five because that will as that because you see how businesses transacted and how companies run. You may see how sh- you should not run a company in certain jobs. And then another you may is the model that, you know, people should be following. But it, mm-hmm. it's, you know, make, because it is a, it's a leap of faith, you know, with it, for the, you're responsible for everything. You're responsible for finding your own clients, responsible for making your own money. You know, they don't, there's nothing in place for you. You have to build it. And so anybody is a little fearful of that, start off in a nine to five job and then start building your your business on the side until it gets to l- the feel comfortable to take it over or you know enough to be like, I'm going to do this full time. You know, and that's what my wife did. She started off part time and building it and doing teaching, still doing her regular job to the point where, you know, she could start getting off and doing that on her own. And that's how she was able to
0: do it. See, so- you, you made a lot of point over there. Um, you know, it, it's very true. If you don't have entrepreneur, it's going to come to you. And one way or another is because you're going to realize, Hey, um, even if you're doing nine to five right now, or just doing whatever it is that you're doing, um, it's going to come to you somewhat, somewhat or some form. It's like, Hey, I'll actually want to try running your own business. And again, it's, it's, you don't know how to do it and you have to build it and you have to build it on your own pace and all the things, the knowledge that you have doing nine to five or seminars, mentorship, or all of those things is going to come. It's, it's going to come and everything is going to, it's like a puzzle and piece by piece by piece, it's going to come to you. And then you're going to have this one big old puzzle that you have finished and once everything is done. And, Um, Joseph made a lot of point on, you know, you have to build it pieces by pieces by pieces. Um, Joseph, I have one last question for you because we're, we're, I I mean, I really like talking to you and learning from you about books, copywriting, and, you know, mindset and taking responsibility for everything that goes around you. Um, One last question is, what are some challenges of um, you, you running your own business right now and, you know, your own publishing books? What are some challenges you're facing?
1: I think the biggest challenge is getting your name out there. Mm. Um, I'm meeting that challenge by not only going on, you know, a group social network, not to sell, just to get my, to to, or, you know, offer, offer something or just, you know, have conversations with people about things like that, just to get the, to the name out there. I've, volunteered with, uh, there's a organization nationwide called score and they're a small business resource center, kind of like the, um, small business administration and they offer classes. And so like I do free classes where I, I teach in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and it's not for me to get clients, but it's for me to put my name out and you know, have it recognized so that when people see the name, they're like, Oh, Hey, I know that guy. He, he taught a class or to go, you know, it's time to write a book. Let me, you know, let's talk or something like that because we're starting out. You want to have word of mouth. You want to get yourself out there any way that you can uh, to have people recognize you and recognize your brand. So like, the, the things that should be a key. Like you want to have a brand and then you want to have something that's recognizable and distinctly you. So whether it's like your name, which your name could be your brand or like your. a thing that's part of your brand, the whole th- the whole point of the logo is not, oh, this is a cool picture that represents. No, that's your like So like and you, when you see that, out of it. You immediately think of Apple Corporation and Macs and iPhones and all the rest of that stuff, but because their their brand is an, a way of almost like you know people who use iPhones are you know a particular way. It's almost like being part of a club. So when when they see my name and everything else out there, they're like, oh. That, that's that. That's that, Joseph. You know, he's he's that. You know, he does this thing. He does, and people will like learn what it is that you do, and what it is that you represent, and they'll recognize you, and then you start going from there and and interacting and doing business with them. But it all starts with that getting your. And I think that's probably going to be a challenge for everybody.
0: Um, it is. But, yeah, absolutely. So, like you putting yourself out there, even though you know, and not just to sell, it's just to you know, give value. And one way or another, you'll get recognized by giving value and just word of mouth. And now it's easier now because of the internet, so which is so much better for everyone to actually do this. Um, anyone could do this, anyone could do this podcast, anyone could do this interview. This is very simple. It doesn't have to be technical. Sometimes the the you don't you don't have to overthink it. Sometimes you only have is your phone. Your phone could be the whole thing, your whole studio. So it doesn't have to be much. Um, Joseph, man, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for coming on. Where can we find you, and how can we find you?
1: Uh, you can find me uh, via website. It's excelsioredit.com, E x c e l s i o r EDIT.com mm. mm-hmm. um, uh, that's usually the main way from there. You can contact me via phone, uh, zoom, anything else. Um, I also have at Excelsior edit is I have it on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, and also I have that on LinkedIn. So any of those platforms you can find if you search Excelsior edit, uh, or my name they'll you will pull up and, and come through there and those are all ways that you can contact me or even if you just have questions like i'm i'm always happy if like somebody posts a question or something i'll i'll answer you to the best that i can and make sure that you know you get the answers that you need and if i can't solve the problem for you i can at least point you in the right direction so that you know you can you can get there be like oh hey i this is a you know question that's really particular that it's not necessarily what I do, but I know, you know, these are the types of people that you would look for in order to do that. Um, So like, I don't do publishing per se, like I help people find a publisher or I help them do um, Kindle direct publishing. But like, if people are looking and they're like, hey, I need to, you know, get my book published and I don't even know where to start looking, I can provide, you know, resources for you to go and, and take a look and find what it is that you need or anything else, you know, or even if you guys just want to say hi.
0: (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for for tuning in with us. And, yeah, that's it from us. And we'll see you tomorrow. And that's it from us. Bye.